The Naked Naturopath is super excited to team up with Remedy Kombucha to help bring this podcast to you. I'm always talking fermented foods and drinks, and I based my cookbooks around the health benefits of these things. Sarah and Emmett Condon started Remedy on their kitchen bench, just like I did when I started experimenting. They make their drinks the old school way in small batches using a long-aged brewing process. What they have now is the tastiest, healthiest, raw kombucha going around. This means that it still has all of those good bacteria and live cultures, organic acids and antioxidants that are great for your gut and your overall well-being and health. You can find out more and order online via remedydrinks.com. And for all my amazing listeners that are here on the podcast, you can get a treat by entering the code TNN for The Naked Naturopath at the checkout. You'll get 20% off and free delivery. Thanks, Emmett and Sarah, and enjoy the podcast today. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, The Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist, and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. My name is Melissa Gehring, and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. So my dad says to me the other day, you just went for this summit and you've got all these people keen to listen to your podcast. Why in the world would you drop it back to a fortnight? And my dad's really my inspiration. He's had a business all his life and now Sam and I are both entrepreneurs. We work for ourselves. We provide for Bubba Girl and my dad has always done that for us three kids. And, um, you know, I kind of in my heart, I was a bit disappointed that I had let him down. And I said to him that, you know, I think that my listeners will understand that I am trying to do what's best for my family and my life and my work and my clinic at the moment and my clients and my priority. I dedicated 2018 to my clients and, um, and of course, all of my home stuff as well. I know that I've got Cali, but in my professional world, I dedicated this year to my clients and looking after them and building them. So when he said, why would you let them down? I, um, I was a bit, I was a bit taken aback. And I, I know that anybody listening in who has that busy life will totally understand. And for me, I'm super impatient. I want everything yesterday. I can't even drink water fast enough. Like when I'm thirsty, I am pouring it in like straight down my top and my chin and it's running, running everywhere. And that that's ridiculous. And for me, my life journey is to slow down and pace myself and take my time. I actually put a note in my phone recently and it says, think about things longer because what I will do and the girls who work for me will attest to this is I shoot off all these emails. I'm a big ideas girl and I have all these ideas and I am very much about doing action, massive imperfect action and I can fix the little stuff later. Despite being a Virgo and a perfectionist, I, I um, if I have an idea, I want to do it now and for me, that's my life journey is to think about things a little bit longer and to stop shooting off those emails like a mad person and then going, actually, girls, don't worry about that. I've um, I've thought of this and I've done this and we don't actually need to do that at all. And they're like, oh, my God, Mel. So it works for and it works against me. I want to, I want to talk to you guys about doing what you love. And for me, 
the reason that I do what I love and the reason that I have have been able to do what I love is because I am an actioner. And if you are sitting back on the couch thinking that you would love to be like me or you would love to be like Marcus Pierce or you would love to be like Cindy O'Meara, there is no reason why you can't be. And at one stage in my life, I was very much like, you know, take Cindy, for example, I want to be Cindy O'Meara. I want to be her. I'm all about what she's about. I, you know, I just, I agree with everything she says. I love hearing her talk. And maybe Cindy will remember that after one particular talk, I went up to her and I was just, you know, like light globes in my eyes. I loved your talk. And really what I was saying is I love you and I want to be you. I just want to crawl into your skin and live there. Um, And I'm sure she gets that a lot. And for me, that has really, I've come a long way from that. And I've, that's really translated into, I want to be on a platform like Cindy and I want to tell my story and I want to, um, you know, for you guys, I want to educate people and I want to do my own thing, but I can still look up to those mentors and those heroes of mine and be like, I see what they're doing and I'm going to do that too. So at the recent wellness summit, Cindy mentioned that she had done a Ted talk. And in my head, I thought, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. There's no reason why Cindy can do a TED talk and I can't. So it's somewhere along the line. It's about changing your mentality from wanting to be somebody to wanting to be you and be successful like that person. How can you be as successful as as influential, as, um, you know, as amazing as that person is, but in your own skin and in your own way? For me, there's um, the massive imperfect action is a huge part of that. And I, like I said, I'm an ideas person. So I'm all about just putting out what I've, what I've got in my head and seeing if people like it. And if they don't, we pull it apart. And if they do, then we grow it. And that's the way that my business has formed. I think that the only way that you can be successful is to take what you love and share it with other people. There's no other way around it. You can't be passionate. You can't gain followers. You can't have people wanting to listen to what you say. If you don't love what you say and you don't love what you do, being a healer is, it's in my DNA. For some reason, I, when I left school, I, um, I went straight into speech pathology and I thought, I'm going to teach kids how to talk who are having trouble and I'm going to teach people how to swallow who can't swallow and people who've had strokes and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I got to uni and it was the most boring, boring course that I've ever done. And I'm sorry for all of my speech pathology listeners and friends. (laughs) And I do have a friend who's a speech pathologist. I love you, Claire. Um, So for me, that wasn't right. So I went into nuclear medicine and I thought, I am going to heal kids with cancer. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to light up their cancer on the, um, nuke med machine and I will be the technician who, you know, they're not scared to get a needle from and they will be so comfortable on the table and I will look after them. And I went to Westmead Children's Hospital and I was a mess. I completely broke down and um for me I didn't have the strength at a very young age to cope with that type of um trauma. What I saw at Westmead Children's Hospital was either kids with cancer who already, you know, were going on that that terribly hard journey or kids who had um, suffered from domestic violence because nuclear medicine can light up old fractures and breaks. 
So I'm in Sydney. I've got nobody there. I call my boyfriend at the time. I'm like, you have to come here. You have to take the week off work and you have to come here. I can't do this. I can't drive home. I can't go to that hospital again. I can't do it. And so lovely as he was, um, he came to Sydney and he got me and um, I quit nuclear medicine and I never thought about it again, except for feeling like a failure. (laughs) And lo and behold, one of my friends said to me, as I'd spent my whole teenage years in health food shops, you know, reading all the labels and just for some reason having a fascination with that side of things, why don't you become a naturopath? And I was like, what the hell is a naturopath? And so I looked into it. And I was like, this is something that I could do and I I could love and I could be a healer in my own way. And I called up 20-odd different naturopaths in Newcastle where I work. And on like my 20th call, my 19th or 20th call, I um, had had got all no's. You know, I said, hi, I'm interested in becoming a naturopath. I have no idea what it is or how to do it. It doesn't seem to be at uni. um, I'm pretty lost can I please come in and talk to you? Can I see your clinic? Can I? Can we just have a chat? And it was, no, I don't have time. No, I don't do that. No, you'll have to pay for a consult. And on my, like, 20th call, I got this amazing, beautiful lady. Her name is Sharon Lindener here in Newcastle. And she said, of course, like, of course, come in. Let's chat. I'll put an hour aside for you. I'll block it out in my diary. Um, I'm, you know, I'm all about seeing students and, um, you know, like helping them out and I would love to meet you. And so I went and it's the most nervous that I've ever been to meet somebody. I had been on job interviews, you know, I had, um, done interviews and, um, stand up presentations at uni and all that stuff. And it was the most nervous I had ever been. (laughs) And I went in and I was like, I think I want to do what you do, but I don't really know what it's all about but I just feel like it's what I want to do and um and she spent that hour with me explaining what she did and uh you know spending time with me and then she said what what's going on with you at the moment and I told her and um at that time I had uh I didn't know that I had um endometriosis and I had I was on the brink of like a uh, blood sugar dysregulation hypoglycemia and I wasn't eating properly and I wasn't looking after myself and I was using my impatience and my drive and my um, work ethic, which is very strong and that's given to me by my dad, to burn myself out. And she said, well, when's your period due? And I said, I don't know. And she said, well, when did you eat last? And I said, well, yesterday, I think. I had a piece of cake. And she was like, all right, so what about your stress levels? And I'm, I'm not stressed. What about anxiety? Not, never had it. so we went down that road together and she in within weeks had um improved my well-being exponentially I can't even explain I then started getting pain-free periods and I was like you know what this this stuff not only is this stuff cool and I'm interested but this stuff works like this is this is amazing I've never had a pain-free period And she really sorted me out so that I could become who I've become now and I could become a healer and I could go down this road and then now I can give my time to students and I can lead them on that road as well, which I I think is a real privilege and such a favourite part of my job. You know, I was fortunate enough to have a little casual job teaching herbal medicine with the school here in Newcastle for a little while and it was it was such a delight to 
share my passion for herbs and with people who are passionate right back at me. I'm often sitting across from a client and I'll be like, hey, this is, you know, echinacea. It's going to light up your taste buds and it's going to awaken your, um, you know, your uh, digestion. It's going to boost and bolster your immune system. And I'm going on and on and they're just looking at me like she is a mental, mental herbal witch lady. And I can see it in their eyes. (laughs) So to share it with somebody, you know, people who also love it is just amazing. You've got to find your thing. That's the point of my story. Um, It's it's your calling what you should do. You've got to find it. And for most of us, it's the most natural talents or qualities that we have, but we take them for granted. For me, I had always looked after my family. I would wake up early before school to make my dad his lunch. And that's always been a part of me. So cooking for people and, you know, writing recipe books and cookbooks, I didn't actually plan that consciously, but somewhere subconsciously, I've been doing that all my life. So our talents and our gifts are right right next to us and so close that sometimes they're hard to see. I would I would, you know, like encourage you to look at yourself and find those gifts. And don't compare yourself to anyone else. When I was comparing myself to Cindy, it's really difficult because she's she's been in the industry for decades and I'm going, why aren't I that good? Why don't I know that much? Why can't I stand in front of that many people? Why don't that many people book into my my talks? Mel, you've been around for like you're I'm in kindergarten compared to Cindy. And I need to remember that. And that's something this year, you know, Marcus Pierce did a talk on time at the Wellness Summit this year and it's just hit such a nerve with me because I'm so impatient and I'm thinking why don't I have this stuff that the people who've been in the industry 30, 40, 50 years have? That's ridiculous. Somewhere along the line, you have to be patient. You can work, 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 and I do, but I need to take a step back and go, hey, Mel, you're doing your best. You look after your clients. You do your podcasts. You do your blogs. You, you know, you reach this audience that it's amazing that I have this audience um, to speak to. Isn't that enough for now? Absolutely cut yourself some slack. And, uh, you know, that's another note in my phone. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Cut yourself some slack. And my poor, poor husband, who I have the same expectations of as me, cut him some slack too. The poor guy can't do anything right. We live with my parents at the moment and my mum said to me the other day, I feel so sorry for Sammy. And I was like, why? What's the matter? And she's like, you are so hard on him. You don't cut him any slack. You're like, have you done your paperwork? Have you done this? Have you got these herbs? Pick this up. We need bags. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm always pushing and pushing him. And along our road together, he has thanked me for that. That's what got us to the place we are now where we're, we're both business people. We're both entrepreneurs. We run our life. We run our work. And we're able to spend so much time with our baby. But I also need to take a chill pill sometimes. There's, um, you know, there's a quote by Steve Jobs and he says, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And when I started my business and it was just me, I was obsessed with becoming successful. And I looked around me and I saw all the other beautiful naturopaths in Newcastle and they didn't have blogs and they didn't have podcasts and they didn't put themselves out there and they didn't um, use, you know, use marketing tools at all. 
So for me, I've always looked outside of my industry for leadership in marketing and business because for some reason, naturopaths in the health industry in general, we don't do it that well. So I said to my photographer when we started this podcast, I'm going to call it the Naked Naturopath. I want a naked photo of myself. Can you do it? And she was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl. Her name's Erin, and Erin Brooks Photography is where you'll find her. And so she come over. I got my kid off, and I was like, all right, how are we going to do this? Where do you want me? And she was just like, I can see everything you got. (laughs) So away we went, and we took these beautiful photographs, and I'm so, so proud of them. And so for the Wellness Summit, I got a, uh, well, it would be about two meters tall, one of those pull-out banners, and all I put on it was that photograph of me naked sitting on a seat. And um, so many, so many people come up and they're like, that photo is amazing, you know, blah, 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 like, uh, you're so courageous and it's so brave to put it out there. And um, for me, that that photo is nothing, you know, (laughs) naked is not a problem for me. So, I, you know, I thank them and it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, but I don't know why more of us aren't using, if we're going to market ourselves, we need to use that that body and that face and all that kind of stuff. And I, I have no problem with getting photos taken and all that kind of stuff. You have to build your self-confidence. So if you want to sell yourself in any kind of industry, you have to build your self-confidence because nobody's going to buy into what you're saying if you don't have confidence in what you're saying. Um, and that comes from self-confidence and self-image and all that kind of stuff. So um, <clears throat> super, super important. I I have anxiety and um, I know a lot of my listeners have anxiety. And I've talked about my husband, Sam, on the podcast before and he has depression and he is medicated for that depression And he does really good with that medication. And we do a load of other stuff too. We do supplements and herbs and all kinds of things. But the thing I find most frustrating about my anxiety is that it loves company. So when I am on my own, I am fine. And um, now that I'm on my own with the baby a lot, I'm totally fine. And we get stuff done and we do our day and we're great. When Sam gets home, when my parents get home, when I'm around other people in social situations, that's when my anxiety kind of rears its head. A psychologist once said to me, anxiety loves company. And that makes so much sense to me because I'm not going to have a panic attack on my own for most of the time. Um, It's when when there's people around and that anxiety really takes over and it's sort of like, we'll put on a show for all these people, you know. (laughs) That's for me. It's really personal and individual how your anxiety or depression manifests. But um, what I'm trying to do in my life at the moment, and hopefully some of you this will – you know, work for as well, or you can kind of relate to it and maybe it'll help. What I'm trying to do with my stuff at the moment is treat everything like I treat my clinic. My clinic is my favorite place to be. With my clients, I am my best version of myself. I get home and I let it all go and uh, Sam gets his pile of heaping pile of, you know, uh, anxious uh, shit really <laughs> most of the time when I'm I'm tired I'm hungry I'm fed up I've been six hours back to back with clients I've given them everything that I've got and I'm exhausted and so what I'm trying to do at the moment is be my best version of myself everywhere that I go so rather than thinking of giving 
the clinic 50% and giving Callie 30% giving Sam 10% and my parents 10% and sharing myself around like that I'm just going to try and be the best version of myself all the time and there's this podcast that I listen to and um it's so amazing. I, I just love it. It's called The Quote of the Day Show, and um, there's this guy, Sean Croxton. He runs it, and I would highly, highly recommend that you get on there and subscribe and listen and rate and, and just start putting it into your daily routine. It's 10 minutes. Everyone can do it. And um, it really builds my confidence and gives me ideas on how to better my life. I love it. I um, Yeah, I highly recommend it. But there was a lady speaking on there um, earlier this year and she said, I'm just trying to remember her exact words, she said something about how you do one thing is how you do everything. So she talks about this famous singer, superstar, singing to 900,000 people the night before and then she comes into spin class, you know. So she's singing and dancing and giving like 110% and then she comes into spin class and she gets up in the back corner, nobody knows who she is and she's just she's just riding that bike, head down, dark room, music blaring, and she is on. And she talks about treating everything in your life with the same intent. And so that's what I'm focusing on at the moment. And that's what I'm trying to do. My, um, my husband, Sam, he's amazing. He, he just, he's so patient and he's, you know, so kind and full of love. And he, he said to me a little while ago, uh, why don't you ask Pete Evans to be on your podcast? And I said, why would Pete Evans want to be on my podcast? You know, I'm like this little podcast, um, you know, just, just talking crap and um, <laughs> trying to teach people about naturopathy and blah, blah, blah. It's like Pete Evans, he's huge. You know, he's massive. He's like really, really great guy, really cool because I'm always talking about him. And so he's like, just ask him, babe. And I was like, fine, I'll, look, I'll send an email, but I bet he's not even going to re- reply. He's probably too busy, blah, blah, blah. So I send this email, dear Pete and his team, you know, I'm possibly wondering if you possibly would consider possibly coming on my podcast. This is me. I'm just this like, you know, podcast, just little podcast. And, you know, I'm possibly, possibly thinking that maybe, maybe, maybe you would come. And he replies, I would love to, Pete Evans. And I, I call Sam, he's at work and I'm like, it's Pete Evans. What, what are you saying? And I said, Pete Evans replied. He said, yes, he'll come on my podcast, Pete Evans. It was from him. The email's from him. And so it's been months and months in the making because Pete is a very, very busy guy. But um, in September, he'll be coming on the podcast and we'll be talking. And I'm super excited to do that. And, um, the you know, I, I would not have that opportunity if I didn't ask him. So Steve Henry, he says, you have not because you asked not. One of the biggest things with success is asking. And Sean Croxton, he, on his podcast, the quote of the um, day show the other day, he said, somebody emailed me and said, hey, man, notice you didn't do pod- uh, you didn't do podcasts for a week. I know you had a really busy week, blah, blah, blah. Can I help you? Do you think I could help? Do you think I could, you know, find the clips for your cast? And um, Sean was like, no, 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 no. And then <laughs> super, super busy. End of the story is this guy gets a job out of it. So you have not because you ask not. One of the biggest things about climbing the ladder and um, getting somewhere in this world is asking, asking. That's a big part of it. Don't just expect it to come to you. So, um, 
not really a point to my podcast except that is where I am at at the moment. And I hope, I hope it helps some of you. Listen into the Quote of the Day show and um, check it out and you'll get some really good inspiration there as well. But thanks so much for tuning in. Please subscribe and rate me. I would very much appreciate it. And you can find out more about me at www.mgherbs.com. Thanks again. If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mel and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on The Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.